Welcome to the Carry On Couple podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Katrina. This is our podcast about our adventures and how we make life magical. We're going to tell you about how we travel the world on a budget and still make it awesome. We want to share our experiences with you so you can have awesome adventures too. And remember, you and I, we're in a club now, the Carry On Club. Episode 63! Last week on Carry On Couple Podcast, we... Well, what happened last week? This week, we talk about what's going on in the world and possible changes in the future. Take it away. Alright, so I want to shout out Joey real quick. Joey! (laughs) Joey's podcast. Laughing at Fuzzball! (laughs) Laughing at Fuzzball. And uh, how Joey texted us, um, uh, well, I guess yesterday... Um, on Easter, asking if everything was okay because we missed an episode. <laughs> I know. You know, things have been crazy, as everyone knows. Um, we just, and you know, things happen. We just didn't have an episode last week. Sorry about that. Um, glad to be back this week. And uh, just want to start off with hope everyone is staying healthy and staying safe and staying home. Uh, something I don't usually say. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, just, uh, just stick it out or we're all going to get through this crazy time. All right. Well, with that said, let's go ahead and take it, um, take it to our episode. All right. (laughs) Okay, cool. So, uh, we're here this week. We're actually here this week. Um, we've been quarantined for, I don't know how long now. I don't even know what day it is. I have no idea. Um, all I know is by the time you're listening to this, it has already been Easter. So happy Easter. Yep. Happy <laughs> um, by the way, uh, uh, we, you heard that other voice there. That was, uh, my father. You've heard him before, but in a car. So it's good to have you on here with uh, better quality, dad. <laughs> Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're actually still practicing social distancing by recording remotely. So my dad is all the way up north in his home. We're down south in our home. And we're just uh, doing this through Zencaster. Yeah, Zencaster. So this is going to be interesting. But what we're going to talk about really is we're going to talk about kind of uh, like how travel is really affected right now and what what's going to change with travel. And the reason why we have my dad on is because he's actually st- still considered a um a required traveler is that the best way to put it yes i have medically necessary travel Ah, medically necessary travel okay yeah so we don't have to go into why you're medically necessary to travel but we can kind of just talk about like what it's like to travel right now what have you what have you had to deal with well i can tell you first of all i think it is important to say why i'm traveling because i know i've gotten a lot of cross-eyed looks when people say you're still flying I'm involved in a research study that is not only trying to uh, prove the viability of a a treatment that will help patients for years to come, but also at the same time, it is helping me. And if I don't get this treatment, I have uh, potentially negative, severe negative um, uh, reaction if I don't get this get this treatment. So because it's a research study, protocols are set, and so I need to keep the same timeline. They have approved for me to fly in the plane, and orig- initially they're concerned about um, contact with other people, but now I think this is why you want me on the show today. My first trip during this was three weeks ago, maybe? 
That sounds four weeks ago. Yeah, probably because you were just down here again, like a couple yeah. days ago. So I was right after it started, and I was concerned because my morning flight. I normally leave on a six forty a.m. flight, and I like it because flying out of the San Jose airport, that that front parking lot that's not in the structure across the street, but it's closest to the terminal, fills up very quickly. But if I leave on a six forty flight, if I get there around five forty, I can get a front spot. If I get there at at five to six, forget it. It's already full. <laughs> so my morning flight was canceled. When I went to check in three weeks ago, my morning flight was canceled, but I was able to get on the next flight, which was about an hour and 20 minutes later. Okay. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to be going to the airport an hour later. I'm not going to find a parking spot. But, you know, I wasn't going to get to the airport four hours early. So I drove to the airport through no traffic. There was nobody on the freeway. And I get to the airport and there were 10 cars in the parking lot. And this is a parking lot that holds, I don't know, 300, 400. Wow. There was 10 cars in the parking lot. So that's lot. not even like a full row taken. Oh, no. No, that's not even like the one-hour parking. So <laughs> I got uh, I got my front parking spot, no problem. And then I go into security. And funny thing is, is you go up to, you take these escalators at San Jose to get up to security. Mm-hmm. And there's those guys trying to sell you clear. So you can, for those who are not pre- you can, you know, uh, cheat to the front of the line. There were still people trying to sell this, and there was nobody in line. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I mean, it, it's kind of weird that they're there still right now, but, I mean, you get clear, and isn't it available for, like, five years or something like that, or don't you have it for five years? No. Clear no? is a year, a- and annual. it's, like, oh. twice the cost of free. Which is, like, five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Free check is five years. And, and here's something else with Clear. Clear does like a retina scan or a fingerprint, depending. If your fingerprint doesn't work, they do a retina scan. But you actually have to touch that machine. Yeah. And time somebody's touching it before you, maybe they're cleaning it okay, maybe they're not. I don't know. All they say right now, I would not want to be using Clear. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not, nor would I, you need to use it. No, no. There's no reason to just go through the regular line because there is nobody. There's no dogs like they have normally checking you in San Jose. In San Jose, when you take a morning flight, there's a you have to pass a dog station where the dog actually sniffs everybody who goes Interesting. into the regular line and not, not in the pre-line. Yeah, that's not, anyway, that's so not a regular thing the, for most uh, airports, I think, at least not for LA. No, yeah, this is a San Jose thing, and I don't know why they still do it, but they do it. But anyway, also in the security line, they already have taped off six-foot uh, points. Yeah. So grocery stores have that. Yeah. There's six foot points marked out, but like I said, there's nobody in there. I get to my gate. I'm there about an hour and a half early and I'm the only one there uh, for probably 45 minutes. And then the other four passengers on this flight show up. Oh, wow. So there were four of us taking the flight so much so that when it said, they said, you know, they gave the same spiel. You're only allowed two bags, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and we call you by group A, but everybody's group A. There's only five passengers. So we're going to call you by name. Oh, man. <laughs> we called us by name and being A-list preferred, I was, I've, al- I've always been the first one called. So, um, uh, so they let you on the plane and um, they let you on the plane. You sit down and they hand you hand sanitizer. You know, she comes around with a squirt bottle. Okay. So you can keep it on, then you can sanitize your hands. And then they give the safety spiel and they say there will be no service whatsoever. There's no... No sodas, no snacks. You can get up and use the bathroom, but 
other than that, the the flight attendants are there, and I guess, in case something goes wrong. Yeah. Other than that, they're, they're like a passenger on the plane. Now, you would think that would be great with, you know, five people on a plane that holds 140. But my first flight I took, I got in there, got my little uh, – and actually, the, the, the flight attendants are blocking out the first two rows to keep you away from them. Right. So you have to start with three. So I get in row three. I sit down. What does the next guy do? He sits right behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to you want to make sure you can get off the plane fast. There's only five people on the plane, so mm-hmm. even if you're sitting all the way in the back, you're getting off the plane be, fast. There will be nobody waiting for you when you get to the front of the plane because we're already off. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the that's the interesting thing is that there's nobody waiting for planes. There's no you know uh, there's no. Um, uh, log jam of people getting on the plane so we're able to socially distance boarding the plane and on the plane. are any of the shops and like restaurants open like just for takeaway and stuff or is everything right. shut down okay so that was my next point and then and that, we're still three weeks ago okay it changed so three weeks ago yes the the, the carl's jr was open and the um the bars were open uh, one bar was open but mo- everything else was closed but the uh hudson press was open and okay. the cool thing about Hudson Press is if you need Tylenol, you want airborne, uh, hand sanitizer, it's there because there's nobody shopping. So, you know, we had problems. We like taking airborne for the vitamin C. We couldn't find it in the at CVS or, or Walgreens or any of our stores. I went to the airport. I called uh, my wife. I said, how many do you want? They're, they're, the shelves are full here. <laughs> and that has been every time I've gone to the airport. Um, they've had it. They run out of masks early. They do. Some of them do have masks, but um, and I don't know what the limit on this is. I happen to have masks, so I don't have to worry about it. But um, the uh, what we wanted was the hand sanitizer. Uh, that's um, that's that's we go through that. So I was glad to buy all that and the and the airborne. Mm-hmm. But so, so most of the places are closed now. This last time I flew, which was literally Wednesday, which was four days ago, um, I. Flew into, uh, first of all, flying down from San Jose to Orange County, there was a total of one flight for the whole day. Wow. Okay. And also flying down to San Diego, also flying to Ontario. There was only one flight. So if you didn't get, if you wanted to fly down, you took that morning flight or they weren't going. Yeah. Coming back was the same thing. And the reason they, they picked my flight was because my flight was continuing on to Seattle and then on to New Orleans. Mm, okay. Three weeks ago, when my morning flight was canceled, it was canceled because I was the only passenger. So uh, they weren't going to do. They weren't going to give me um, a private private, private plane. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, uh, but the next flight, which had five people, was going on to two other cities, which is why that flight um, took off. Um, but anyway, uh, when I landed just four days ago in in Orange County, um, I noticed that they had gates seventeen to I think it goes down to like. I don't know, 28 or something like that was was closed off. So uh, Southwest was operating off of about four gates. Ooh. And well, because they only uh, had four flights for the day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's flights coming in from other cities too, not just Northern California. So yeah, well, I get, guess so. Yeah. But um, and then as I was walking out, I walked. You know, I'm catching the 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 Uber, which is off of the the C parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the the um, uh, the, the gateway down to the baggage plane was closed, was blocked off. Oh. So what they had done was they were using everything in Terminal B. So 
So you had to walk down to Terminal B. Oh, so you had get, to walk to a separate terminal to pick up your stuff. I get I, that. I, that's the. I, you know, I don't ever have. I'm. I'm a, a carry-on couple. So right. I, I, was, I was flying back the same day, so I had no luggage. Yeah. But I don't know if maybe because there is other ways to get into the baggage claim. This just blocked up the security gate area, so maybe you could still get down the baggage claim if you took the escalators down. But I did know that when I came back. I had the Uber drop me off at Terminal C for the departures, and the security station was closed at Terminal C. Oh, they were sending everybody to Terminal B, which makes sense because three weeks ago when I when I took off, there was literally I don't know fifteen TSA agents just standing around doing nothing. Right. I mean, when I came in, they were all excited. Oh, well, here's a passenger, a passenger. Same thing for the staff at the Southwest um, at the desk. You know, when you first walk in. There were a bunch of people just sitting there. I'm probably, I think there, there was six girls just sitting there. I'm literally on that little conveyor belt doing nothing. You know, that sounded like working when I worked on jungle cruise during the, during phantasmic or the fireworks. Yeah. It's like somebody came in and we're like, Hey, we got somebody. Well, everybody who's flying knows the flight are on. So they're not coming in going, can I get an earlier flight? Everybody knows the situation now. Yeah. So they really could probably get away with one girl there because they're not getting a rush. No one's flying now. But anyway, so that's the deal. It's uh, there's nobody at the airports. There's nobody on your plane. It's very socially distant. I mean, if you want to be socially distant, you can be that guy that walks all the way to the back of the plane. Yeah. And flight attendants will be just fine with it because they're not serving you anything. So you can sit wherever you want. Yeah, I think that would probably be me. I I would just go to the back of the plane. I know. I would just. I think Ryan flew one time coming home from visiting you guys, like right before all this got super crazy. Yeah. And someone sat right next to him, and I told him I I would have gotten up, and moved, and just been like. Yeah, they this sat is next ridiculous. to me wearing a mask, and everybody that was still like everybody could have their own row. This was before the six foot rule kind of came out, but it was still a social like they were saying social distance. But like it was like they sat right next to me, like in the same row, and there were there were there's a row in front of me and a row behind me empty. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I was the window seat, so I was like, well, I, I'm gonna have to climb over her. To, to get, I was like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. But yeah, so I think right now flying is not that bad, but I got to tell you, I do hand sanitize. Like this last flight, they didn't come with um, uh, hand sanitizer right away. I had already taken care of myself. So, yeah. Well, you also got to be careful with, with hand sanitizer because those are usually only antibacterial. Now, if you yeah. have the ones that kill viruses also, that's great. But that's usually soaps are the only thing that do that. Well, it has to be at least 60% alcohol. If it's not 60% yeah. alcohol, then it's not, not as effective as it could be. Right, right. Um, now, what, see, there's something I was going to ask. Um, uh, so this was all stuff that was just three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. About. And then this last time with the with them closing Terminal B or Terminal uh, C's security, that was this time. That was just four days. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what what is it like now? Because you were just down this last Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Or yeah, Tuesday, so what was it? Tuesday. Okay, so, so what was it like? Uh, so that would have been a week ago for our listeners. What, what was it like a week ago traveling? Um, same thing. Nobody there. Although the five people that flew on this flight, it's funny. I don't know if they're just assigning five people to a flight, but my last three flights have been five people. Um, it could be, uh, that's all, that's all it could be, you know, might be a minimum uh-huh. for yeah. like, yeah, you need at least yeah. five people to make this flight happen. Yeah. When I landed, I looked at the, the arrivals, uh, the arrivals thing, uh, and there was only four flights that were arriving. So like, 
that's crazy. I mean, how long do you keep an airport open for that? But so that was yeah. that was just a step. there was only four. All right, and there were, when I got to the airport for the departures, there's 52 departures that were listed up there, and 36 of them were canceled. Wow! Of all the airlines, of you know, uh, Hawaiian and um, Alaska, Southwest, mm-hmm. American, you know, that was for the for the uh, um, Orange County terminal. So that was pretty, yeah, was pretty yeah. And then you were mentioning the the flight attendants still being there, and I'm guessing. I, I would assume that for each flight, no matter how many um, passengers there are, there's probably a minimum number of uh, staff that need yeah. to be on the flight. So yeah, it's like at least if there's less passengers, there's more um, opportunity for the staff uh, to spread out and try and stay a little safer. But man, yeah, that's a, crazy. A funny thing that happened was this, this is my, uh, I think it was my first five passenger flight. I was getting my headphones ready, getting to watch my movie as we're flying back, you know, with my own personal uh, studio player. And um, in fact, I think it was texting you guys that getting telling you that I was getting ready to take off. And the pilot was making his announcement like he usually does. And he was saying, hey, you know, it's weird. A little different taking off out of Orange County. We cut the power, blah, blah, blah. And, um, then he said, everybody should be safe. Let's, let's socially keep socially distant. And then I finished setting up my, sending my text. And I looked up. And he was actually standing right in front of me with the microphone. So, oh! Huh? Because there was nobody on the plane. So he goes, I'm just going to walk out there and just talk to him. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God. I thought he was coming over the PA system. <laughs> then I felt well, that's right. different. I, I was looking down the whole time. But I'm like, I didn't expect the captain to be out here making the announcement in person. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, we actually I don't know if we've we've traveled from John Wayne recently. Um, and that's the thing that, that a lot of people don't actually know about is John Wayne. They actually have to don't they, they like cut everything off, right? At they 1,000 like, feet. They cut the power just until they clear the uh, the Newport Beach homes. And then when they're back over the ocean, that's when they light it up again. Yeah. yeah. So like they actually the, the plane actually does a pretty severe dip. You when, notice uh, it. You yeah, you definitely it. notice it. Yeah, so it's I, I like we always do. We usually do either Long Beach or LAX because yeah. those ones are closer to us. But yeah, I, I have flown out of John Wayne before, and a lot of people don't know that. That in John Wayne, they actually have to cut the power, and the planes will will drop. What an odd thing. Yeah, yeah for people who fly all the time, they definitely notice it because you're very familiar with what a plane feels like taking off. Yeah, and it's a very oh. steep takeoff too. Is it? Yeah. It's like steep enough to where it's like, gosh, this thing might be stalling soon. Like mm-hmm. it's uh, it's pretty crazy. But um, anyways, was there anything else that you wanted to uh, to talk about with what your travels are right now? Like how how things have been? Um, well, the only other thing I'd say is the Southwest uh, gate personnel now are telling you, you know, the five people that were maybe about five minutes or 10 minutes before we were ready to board. They said, hey, there's not going to be any drink service. So if you want to run right now and buy water or you know, coffee or whatever you want to drink, you should go get it now because we will not be giving anything on the plane, which I thought yeah. was pretty cool because the first flight I was on, I was not notified. Yeah. And so hopefully it's only, you know, it's only an hour flight, not too, too bad, but if it was a longer flight, I would have wanted at least, you know, water or something. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily for yours, uh, for, for your flights, they're really short. But uh, but yeah, if you want to if you want to hang out with us while we talk about some other things that have been been going on, I was going to talk about like how like the other impacts and how this might impact travel in the future. Yeah. OK, that's that's cool. Yeah. So obviously there's the instant, you know, like the 
instant impact that's happening right now. No one's flying that doesn't need to travel. Your flights have only been like five people. And I've been thinking about a lot, like Dennis was saying, like how long does the airport stay open to to do these very small flights? Um, And that's a really interesting question because they're trying so hard to get people, but obviously there's still a small amount of people who need to go places still. Yeah. Um, But it's just a... A matter of like, I don't know, looking at the airlines and like, obviously they don't want to like close their doors because it's going to make things even more crazy and then getting started up again and whatnot. We, I've been getting lots of emails from places or seeing things online about places that already just from this last like month of closing have just decided like, you know what, this is it. We're closed for good. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. So I was thinking more of like, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, before 9-11, you think about pre 9-11 screenings were like they still did, you know, airport screenings and stuff. But then post 9-11, you have to go through at least a metal detector. Mm-hmm. You have to maybe do the scan, you Wait, know, the, the Star Trek wonder, scan. Like, we've done a couple of airports that have like the um, fever scan, the temperature scan. Temperature scan. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to become commonplace. Yeah. Um, and you're going to have to do more of a like. I don't know, like a medical sort of scan before yeah, you so can fly. In or general, something. I think the least security is gonna gonna increase again. Yeah. They did the medical scan when I before I could walk in the hospital. They took my temperature. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. That, crazy. I've I've seen that happening outside of hospitals. Um, and you also got remember uh, this is a kind of a different effect than it had, but you know the two thousand eight recession, um, which doesn't sound like it was long ago, but that was already twelve years ago. Uh, when there was that recession where, where people couldn't afford to travel. Like right now there's people that aren't working, which means they're not going to be able to afford their vacations. They were originally saving up for, they're probably dipping into vacation funds to pay for general things like, you know, bills and cars and survival. Yeah. Um, and you know, just businesses in general going under too, which is again, going to get people in on unemployment and, mm-hmm. and there's just not going to be as many people traveling. So well, I imagine already hit like record unemployment yeah. numbers. And I imagine that's, that is going to affect travel because I would say a majority of people traveling are traveling for fun yeah. rather than for need. We kind of came into like this, uh, I don't know, like travel renaissance sort of thing where it was like everybody wants to be traveling and people could afford it like if they you know did stuff and they wanted to do it they could figure it out and I don't know I think even a lot of people I've talked to who are like even if they could afford it they don't know when the next time they'll want to get on an airplane is after all this like people are really freaked out yeah exactly I'm gonna uh, go back to how the how like 9-11 was like the theater they don't like movie theaters like uh, my friends were talking with me the other day and we were like so when this ends is anyone gonna want to go anywhere where you're forced to be in close proximity to people <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> like, we have, um, we've canceled a couple of our we had a hawaii trip coming up that we canceled because that's right so that's traveling we're not doing but and, and getting back to your travel show one little side detriment to this is i got a little notice from Southwest, I'm A-list preferred. Last year, I flew 74 times. This year, I've only done, I think I'm going to be up to like 18. But that pace is a little slower. And so um, to get your A-list and A-list preferred and um, uh, companion pass, Mm -hmm. they they got a letter, so they may loosen that. 
just that here, oh, that's nice. People are, you know, you have it all the time, and all of a sudden, you're not flying enough. Like I'm sure right. I'll get A-list again at, at 25. That I know. Yeah. But A-list preferred yeah. is 50. I don't know if I'll hit 50. Um, right. Yeah, I imagine this year they might lax that because then otherwise they're they're going to lose customers because like, oh, I'd rather fly somewhere else where they'd let me on the plane first. I like like flying you guys up. I, you guys fly in my points all the time. Yeah, and we do. I'm not building up the points that I did last year. So now you yeah. guys have to buy your own tickets. Yeah. Dang. Did you hear the, yeah. did you hear the crickets? <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, I, I, could, I could put those crickets in. I have that cricket sound effect saved on my computer. Okay, um, you just reminded me, Dennis. We were talking the other day, and you and Cindy actually have another trip um, uh-huh. in the works for the future that you're trying to figure out like how this is going to affect. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we have a trip to Africa in November, Cindy. So jealous. So a, a short trip. Oh, sorry, August. In August to Africa. Yeah. Um, we were going to go on a safari. We actually have the safari is still booked. The the lodge is still booked. We have we do not have airline yet. Um, fortunately, our Hawaii trip, the ho- uh, we used uh, Marriott and we used Southwest, and they were all very good about canceling and fully refunding all of our money, um, mm-hmm. and not in points or credits. They actually sent us checks. They credited our. Credit oh, that's amazing! Our- yeah, so they were very good about that. This safari thing we got at a charity auction, and it was one of those you have a year to use it or lose it. So. It will be interesting to see what our status is there because we would ultimately like to go there if we can't yeah. go here. Um, but it's already paid for, and it's like I'm I'm just hoping that being that's another country, the the company is is um, headquartered in another country. I'm hoping they, like the American companies, honor our our reservation and maybe extend it so that we can go. Yeah. There. But right well, now, the fortunate not- thing you guys would have is since you're since you're booked for you said it was November, August. Oh, sorry, it's August. August. Okay. Well, it's still like that's that might be far enough to wait away where they start loosening things. Like Maybe. this is probably the time to buy an airline ticket yeah. because well, they're like a if lot you of are airlines are having very good cancellation or rescheduling policies right now since nobody wants to fly they're really making it easy for you to book that flight and change it with no fees so depending on what airline you're looking at i would look into those policies just because i know i've seen a lot of things where they're really trying to to save that like okay you know things are bad right now but hopefully come this summer it's gonna be better book those tickets if it's not better you can push them out you can change it um, I, I use a I use a travel agent for my trips for this research study I'm in. They they have a travel agent so that I, I don't have to put any money out, but they do. But one of the little side issues I have is with Southwest. If I need to be on the ground for a minimum of eight hours to do the whole process, and they had I had normally a six forty a.m. flight there and like a seven fifty flight p.m. flight home. So I got oh yeah. Of I normally yeah. transfer. I always transfer to an earlier flight, but I do that just in case something goes wrong. Well, um, now they're booking me on a nine ten flight, which is getting me there around eleven, and then they have me on a five thirty flight home. Well, oh, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Time, yeah. that, but the thing is, is there are no other flights. It's like right. that's one flight back. So now they have to book me in a hotel room uh. um, to, and then get me back on that one morning flight that will be going. Um, yeah. I haven't actually had to exercise that yet. This trip coming up in 
uh, a week from Wednesday, I'll be, that's the first test we're having. So okay. Right now, the math doesn't work. So um, the, luckily, this travel agent that they use, they're great. They've been in very good contact with me and with the airline. Like they've already told me there's a problem in May and there's a problem in July. So they're already looking ahead to my, I've got them booked all the way through July. Wow. And that's so awesome. Yeah. The airline has already contacted them and said, okay, this is right now. We're forecasting these flights are not happening. So um, it's an interesting dilemma all around. I mean, it's not just airline. If you have yeah. you know reservations for rent-a-cars and, and uh, um, hotel, you got to change that. But I got to tell you, you do not need a rent-a-car now because the Uber drivers are so hungry. I guess yeah. I'm the normally there's 50 people waiting for Uber pickups when I get the right. Orange County, John Wayne Airport. They have everybody for Terminal C go to this parking structure and meet at the same spot. So all the Ubers are lined up there. Uh, one week I was there with three people and then I was there with two. And this last time I was the only one there. So like the Uber drivers, they, they can find you. <laughs> there's nobody there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm car now because it's, it's faster to Uber and in some cases even cheaper. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, you mentioned how like some things just are, are kind of going under and that's like one of the things that, you know, I, I, when I was researching this episode, uh, some things that people were, were saying is, you know, almost everybody agreed that things are going to change where we're saying less people are traveling. Some people might stop traveling altogether, which means that there's predictions of some companies going under and mostly it's small businesses that rely on travelers. Like some people are predicting a lot of smaller hostels are going to go under and have to sell or like boutique <laughs> hotels. And- <coughs> yeah. yeah. And have to like Mom, sell their Mom properties and, and even some smaller tour tour groups uh, might uh, not make it through this, especially the ones that are literally run off of like, you know, they're basically a penny pinching kind of thing where they're uh, every person that comes in is helping pay for everything. Um, right. and then there's also like the startups that are based on travel, not a good time to have a startup based on travel. It's, it, it, that's going to be tough. I mean, if you were, if, if I, if I was asked, you know, last year, is it a good time to do a startup for travel? I would have said, yeah. Because everybody's traveling, like you said, we were kind of like in a those renaissance. Mystery travel agencies. I still want to do one of those. Hopefully, yeah. they still exist. Yeah, if if they uh. if they're still around. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of things that are um, kind of, and you've said even some things have already closed yeah. and like closed their doors for good. There's also just traveling in general, like especially internationally. Like that's you're you're, you're trying to work on your Africa trip. Some. Yeah. It might be difficult for some. It might be easier for others, but some countries might be wary on letting tourists enter for a while. You yeah, know, they don't want a second wave of they don't want a second wave of infections. You know, like there's uh, they're saying some countries are on the you know the downhill and they're getting ready to maybe lift some of their quarantine things, but that doesn't mean that they're ready to let other people in. They certainly wouldn't let anyone from the United States in right, right. now because well, that's that that you know we could bring it back and then have another spike. We have a friend from Hawaii whose father is very ill, and Hawaii mm-hmm. has right now a 14-day quarantine. You can fly to Hawaii, but you're mm-hmm. quarantined for 14 days. So for her, yeah. that's and she's still working. So for her, that's an issue. It's like she has to wait two weeks there before she can go see him, and that's that's yeah. uh, that's a little difficult. That's yeah, really that's, hard. That's tough. The hard thing on this too is my this Africa trip we have my passport when we go there. If we just do the trip. I'm okay because you know how in many countries you need to have a six month, you know, a six month um, bubble. Yeah, like, most like, countries. Yeah. yeah. So I'm with this trip, with just doing the Africa trip, I'm like two weeks over. So I'm good. 
but we wanted to do more. So I applied for my new passport. Well, that office is closed. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I have several months, but it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see if my passport comes back in time. Um, just because normally you're, you're ordering your passport, you know, three or four months in advance. You're, you're probably going to get it. Um, yeah. But they, right. And I t- tried to rush it. They're rushing passports right now. If you want to rush it, you have to have a life or death medical situation to get it. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense because a lot of people are going to try to do it and they're, they're not going to need it. Yeah, so you had to. You actually have to have some... some uh, the, when I went on the website, there's, I mean, you have to get something from the hospital. It's, right. it's crazy. So I'm all like, okay, well, I can't go that route because I would have just paid the fee, but um, now I just got to wait. I know they got it because I had it. I, I tracked it. They got it. Now it's in their hands. Right. <laughs> it's at least it's in a PO box. Somewhere. I mean, at least the yeah. upside here is I feel like a lot of people who might have had plans to get their passport because we do passport services at my work, mm-hmm. um, and we had a we had to cancel tons of appointments, and then other people were just canceling their appointments on their own because they were like, "Well, I can't." Like either my trip's canceled and I'm not going to be able to go. I don't know what things are going to be like. They're very wary. So, I mean, it might not take as long as you think, even though things are weird with the work situation. I feel like they're going to have less coming in. Yeah. Possibly. And you did it way in advance, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you just got to. I mean, I like I told the guy at the post office, I mailed it from, you know, the United States Postal Service and that. I walked in and the guy looks at it and he knows exactly, he's easy address, right? And he's all like, yeah, I, I look at him and I say, I'm betting that sometime in the next 10 years, we'll be able to travel again. That's what I'm right. So Yeah, like, that's, no, we're not that's traveling fair. Now, sometime in the next 10 years, I think we'll be able to fly again. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's fair. Um, you know, a silver lining to this is, uh, there's less travelers could mean less crowds. And it could yeah. also mean that, you know, like some the more of the popular places will be limiting who can go in, which could make it difficult to get in. But if you get in, you won't have it to it more battle experience. crowds. It could be a more enjoy- enjoyable experience. It might be a little more exclusive, but a little more enjoyable. Um, yeah. And you might get some good like maybe these. I don't know. I've been avoiding. I've been deleting most of my travel emails that Me I've too. been getting because I just don't want to know what the deals are. I don't want to be yeah. tempted to even look at them. Yeah. Um, but maybe these deals, some of these deals will continue, um, up through a point where we feel comfortable going somewhere or we're allowed to go somewhere again. Uh, so that could possibly happen. We'll see. Yeah. Like I said, I think what Ryan was talking about, about, uh, places maybe wanting stricter kind of, I don't know, more restrictions on who can come into the country and like kind of trying to prevent, uh, the spread of disease, which is obviously this was so easy to spread because we are such a global society right now. Like you can get across the world in, you know, half a day. a day. Yeah. Like it's just crazy how easy it is to get one thing from one place to another that quickly. Um, but I think on the flip side, a lot of countries rely on tourism dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think they're going to want that business obviously want it to be safe, but I think they're going to want that industry back up and running. Yeah, but safe, safety precautions are important because like if we fly to take this trip to Africa, we can go through either London or Dubai. And right. so they were sick. So there's North America and then Europe and then Africa. Yeah. We all yeah. Just, like, just, by one, just by one traveler. 
Exactly. It's yeah. crazy. Or uh, I mean, uh, Europe is, is a big one, but I mean, India with how populated India is, especially yeah. going through Dubai, like yeah. that would just absolutely go crazy. And that was a thing I always found very interesting when I was reading about all of this. It was like people would think about like where they were in the beginning when you were like people were still kind of taking advantage of these deals and like, oh, it's OK, let's keep doing stuff, go places. And they'd book their flight and it'd be like, oh, I'm flying from here to like point A to point B. But maybe they had like two stops on the way yeah, and not yeah. not think about how the conditions are in those places they're stopping because you're you, you got you're probably getting off the plane. You're interacting like you're hustling and bustling to get from terminal to terminal. You're yeah. touching a lot of people and a lot of stuff. Um and yeah, that's the thing people don't think about a lot. Like you said, like you have, you're going to have to have a layover or a stopover somewhere. And that's, that's another destination. You're going to another place, interacting with other people. And yeah. right now there's nothing. Supplies in those cities are getting loaded on your plane. Yeah. So maybe the plane was fine when you took off and maybe it's not after it takes exactly. off. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, I do think that people will want it to come back, but I think it, it it's going to be a slow return to a new normal. That's that's my guess. Let's hope it's not too slow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. And, you know, I, um, a tip for people out there. I actually read this from uh, I don't remember which one it was, but there, there is one of the, the people that we follow travelers that use points a lot. Um, he got tickets for his whole family. I think it's like a family of four or five mm. um, from the Midwest all the way to, uh, I think he's coming here actually to Anaheim for Disneyland. Mm. And he got it for like in United Airlines for like 7,000 points round trip. Right. And it's like points might be the way to go right now. Especially if you're, if you've been racking up points places, like he got it just hoping that this trip can happen. And he got it obviously for later in the year. But, um, but it's one of those things like, you know, it's, it's a, you know, risk and reward kind of thing. Like, is it, and also like, I think he said that cancellations were good or changes. So like, yeah, it's really, it's not no risk for him. He's, he's going to spend the points either way, but it's whether he's going to be using only 7,000 points for this trip or having to use that towards another trip later on. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, man, we've talked about a lot. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to uh, we we've kind of skipped over anything. Is there anything that that you have uh, noticed, at least in airports or anything like that? Anything that's kind of popped out to you? Just that you, there's, you're very socially distant there. There are plenty of supplies at their their, um, you know, their, the, the, the Hudson Press. Um, yeah. Oh, were they requiring masks for travel right now? No, they weren't. Oh, and the okay. airlines, I said, I've been on some flights, the, the flight attendant's wearing them. I've been in some where they're not. So I think it's one of these things where it's like the airlines don't have a mask. So I think if the employee has it, they're probably saying, hey, if you have it, wear it. Um, yeah. we, were at, we were at the supermarket today. The guy outside cleaning all the carts, you know, they're sanitizing all the all the. Yeah. He was wearing masks and gloves, but the checker only had gloves. So I think it's. They don't have them. So if, if, if well, the, you know, in L.A. Out. County, L.A. County, they just said if you're working, you're wearing a mask. Yeah. Employers yeah. are required to supply them. Yeah. So that's something where they're going to have to get them to these employers. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, everybody wants it. Like I had ordered them uh, just by luck. We had ordered some of these before this all started. So we had masks and I've got gloves I use for my work. So we had gloves. Um, but um, I went to order the N95s again. 
and they won't even let you. It, it's, no. Yeah. And, but then I didn't wanted to order just the cheapo little, you know, little cloth, you know, rectangular little, one. Uh-huh. And that order was canceled. They don't even have those. So it's like. No, they're, they're doing all that. And, and, you know, they're recommending, and I, I'll recommend this even to you guys for, for you guys. They, to make your own out of cloth. And there's actually a resource on the CDC website. It has a Surgeon General showing you how to make it out of cloth. No sewing needed. Right. Um, and it's really it's just it's a cloth the size of a handkerchief. And it's it's best if it's like a woven uh, like like a tight cloth. You don't really like they said a T-shirt will work, but it's not recommended because it's uh, T-shirts are stretchy now. They right. want like a tightly woven cotton if you're using cotton. But uh, so like a handkerchief would work. And it's just like I think it's like six folds and you have yeah, it's you have a mask. Um, but yeah, we Grand Fabric is giving away free kits. Like it's a kit to make. Oh, and oh I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah we might have to do that because we're talking five. about using some. She's gone two days again. It, it includes the thread. And the fabric mm-hmm. and, the and the elastic and a pattern, and a pattern wow. of how to do it. That's yeah. really cool. But it's a sewing machine set, so you have to. Yeah, do yeah. yeah. But, but it's yeah, if you don't, awesome. if you don't have a sewing machine, it's it's two rubber bands or two hair ties and yeah. one piece of cloth, mm-hmm. and you got it. No, 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 like adhesive of any type. It's all done by physics. I know. We just found out some of our friends. One of my girlfriends has been sewing masks to donate um, to. Um, health professionals and hospitals that need them. So she's been doing that. It's like pretty much since there, this got really crazy last couple weeks. Um, another one of our friends, um, some cosplayers that have 3D printers started printing pieces for ventilators and masks and are donating all of them and just asking for if anyone wants to donate money so they can continue to get supplies um, and they're just giving it away. So, yeah, people have been doing some really great things because it is so hard to get these things that people need yeah. to keep yeah. themselves and other people safe. Yeah, I'm sure if you out there have a um, a 3D printer, you you know that there's these free ventilator things and free face masks. Things. Yeah, the files are all um, like files open all source, yeah. ready for people to download and just get going, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I think we could go on about that forever. That yeah. could be a whole nother episode itself. So <laughs> I think uh, we can kind of wind this one down. We've we have uh, we had really good conversation here. Yeah. Yeah. I would say with my you know, with my airline travel, I do not feel worried. I do take precautions. But right now, with the minimum number of people flying, I'd say if you need to fly, um, it's not it's not that unsafe as long as you take care of yourself. But there's right. so few people in the airports that. I've never felt more socially distanced than I did in the airport because I'll run into <laughs> 10 times more people in the supermarket than I will in the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, which is a crazy, you know, crazy fact. thought. Yeah. <laughs> I did have one more question for you, Dennis. I know you said you were getting some looks. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're getting a lot of judgment for flying from people? Well, I know some people are concerned because of my condition. They think, well, you're at risk. You shouldn't be flying because you might get that catch this, but um, it's a it's a risk benefit. You know, I, the benefit far outweighs the risk, especially the way the airports are right now. Now, if it yeah. was a fully airport, that's a different story. But right. you know, like I say, the first flight I took, I was a little little nervous until I walked in the airport, and I'm all like, "There's nobody here." You know, it's 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 like when you take that red eye and you land in one of the like a like when we land in the Birmingham airport. 
We land mm-hmm. really, it's not a big, busy airport at night. So that's what the airports feel like. You get, you're going onto the plane and there's nobody in the airport. So I think that the, the dirty looks, I tell the people, you know, the people who know me, you know, know I'm flying and say, this is something I need to do because the, the, the benefit far outweighs the risk right now. Um, right. Based on the number of the numbers I'm seeing in the airport. Yeah. It sounds like you meet more people in the grocery store than you do at the airport. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's, there's five, the five flight attendants plus the two pilots. So there's seven crew members for five passengers. I like that ratio. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're saying included cocktails. They're making better, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you just got some, we, we finally got drink coupons from Southwest. Oh, no, I, I get those all the time. Yeah. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we, we got our first set. Um, oh, we have never gotten them before with as much as you we guys. Ne- we never get we them. We never get them. And I always open Southwest things no matter what it is because I'm always hoping that it's going to be in there. But nope, yeah. it's always a you haven't flown in a while. You should come back. Have you gotten any of the tip coupons? The no. tip coupons? No. Yeah, they sent me 10 of these things. And what it is, if it's like an attaboy for like a flight attendant, and they can get swag with them. So oh, nice. You've told me about that. I've heard yeah. about that. Oh, my God. They're so excited when they get them, too. So I've only gotten those once. But the drink coupons I get because, well, first of all, I fly a lot. And secondly, I use them. So I yeah. think they track that you actually use them. Right. And, you know, like, and that's not just me using them. I give them to you guys. I give them oh, to I know. my I've... sister. I give them to Cindy. So, you know, when we, I, I use them. And I, that's why I think they keep sending them to me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and end this episode then. Uh, thanks for joining us and 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 sprouting all your knowledge that you have on this subject. There's a, I've, I've certainly learned a lot. And, yeah, this is a fun conversation. Yeah. So uh, if anything weird happens uh, in a week from Tuesday, I'll let you know. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool. Well, uh, I guess until next week. Yeah. Cue the music. Thank you for listening this week. If you enjoy this show, Please share us with your friends. And review us. That's right. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Seriously, we're everywhere. Everywhere. You can follow us, too, on Twitter, at PC, Instagram or Facebook, that's Podcast, And you can also email us. That's right, at Podcast at gmail.com. Now, we're all about these free podcasts. We're just doing this for fun. Really, we are. However, if you do want to support us, we won't say no to money. Just go to anchor.fm slash carryoncouplepodcast and click the support this podcast link. We have an exciting opportunity for you. You, that's right, you can be heard on Carry On Couple Podcast. What? That's right. It's simple. You just download the Anchor FM app, search Carry On Couple Podcast, tap voice message, and start recording. That's right. And if you have any tips and tricks of your own that you want to share or any fun destination stories from a recent trip that you went on, please leave us a message. The great thing is you can still listen to Carry On Couple podcast on the platform of your choice. But if you want to be heard, download Anchor FM and leave us a message. Until next week. Thanks again. And remember, you and I, we're in a club now.